0: So this week on the podcast, um, we're jumping back into the lectionary again and looking at John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. And so I'm going to let Zach uh, do what he does with this and read it, and um, we'll we'll guide the discussion that way. So Zach, will you you jump on that?
1: Yeah, very good. If you'll join me in the Gospel of John. The next day, Jesus wanted to go into Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida and the 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 hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and the prophets, Jesus, Joseph's son from Nazareth. Nathanael responded, can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip said, come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said about him, here's a genuine Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, how do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathaniel replied, Rabbi, you are God's son. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. I assure you that you will see heaven open and God's angels going up to heaven and down to earth on the human one. So Matt, as you hear... um, the disciples come come to jesus what is this what do you get what what sticks out to you
0: one i always think of the um it, it puts a really good perspective on a come to jesus meeting <laughs> what you think about it um you know i always think of the call and um you know, we only get a little bit of the the whole story, and 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 so I always, when I preach this or when I talk about it, and I'm I mean, I'm getting ready to record this sermon uh, later anyway, I always think of it like there had to been more, like there had to been more than just Jesus saying to them, follow me. Like I, I mean, we all, and I say that because I think of the human condition, and then like. Anytime, I mean, it's like, you know, you've, you've been in church work long uh, time knowing that anytime you ask people to come and follow you for something, there's always more to the conversation. um, And, and yet, I mean, here we have Philip and, 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 you know, I, I, I think about that call, maybe it was that simple, you know, just follow me and, and. Um, you know, their whole deal of looking who Je- kind of giving who Jesus is and, and, and Philip's kind of like, come and see. Like, for me, like that's what it means to be a disciple is that our job as a disciple is not necessarily gathering knowledge and gathering wisdom. It's about inviting people also along on the journey. I think one of the things that um, our faith has done, um, especially in the last several years, is we've made it about knowledge of what we know and what we feel is truth versus inviting people with us along the journey and going on the journey um, and and living out our faith. I I think we've um, squashed that a little bit to where people are not inviting to come and see. And I say that because that's, I mean, that's a big part of church decline is that people are not making that invitation. We've made it about it. We've bought into society. We've made it about an individualized faith and, um, the the call to Jesus is call to be community to live out and to walk and to journey um, uh, in your faith together with people um, and, and I mean that's kind of where I'm going with this I mean you know wh- wh- where are you heading or thinking about well well
1: and that's that's the nuance of any of these call stories right regardless of the gospel that you find them in um, I, I'm with you I think there's a little bit more than jesus walking down the beach or going here and saying hey follow me and they're like oh yeah we'll quit what we're doing and come with you um you know i i think there's i, I do think there's the underlying context that jesus had relationships with these people first um at least some of them right uh because here you see philip calling nathaniel hey, hey come come with me where, where are we going we're we're, we're gonna go follow jesus really? Um, right. And, and I think that's where you get like us of, um, wanting to know more, right. Uh, Jesus is calling us to follow him and we're like, hold on. Uh, and, and when Nathaniel asks, who, who, how do, who are you, you know, um, after the invitation to come and see, right. Jesus doesn't show him anything. He doesn't say, well, I'm the son of God. He just says, I saw you under the victory." And Nathaniel's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you are who you say you are, right? Um, this is the guy. And, and I think there's some significance there, like you said, in coming together in community, but this invitation to come and see, you're right, we don't do that. We, our invitation today more often than not is, is come and let me tell you, or only come if you already know, or only come if you will listen to only what I have to say, right? It's never this come and see who Christ is. It is this come and let me tell you, come only if you agree, come only if you know already, right? Um, and that, the, the invitation to come and see from Philip is left with so much grace for Nathaniel to come and see and go, yeah, no, <laughs> right? It, it leaves Nathaniel that room to go, yeah, I came and saw and yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but it also leaves that other end of what we do see play out of Nathaniel coming and going, oh, here it is. And I don't think we leave enough room for that grace, for that, that wandering in our invitations to people. It's, it's almost to come or else type of invitation
0: i mean i at least would have wanted a, a, an itinerary i mean it did not have to be one you <laughs> had to follow to the um, t right. i mean well and you I'm find a, that with the disciples too because yeah. they're often like hey jesus where are we going yeah. what are we doing i mean <laughs> i mean I, I mean i'll be honest like i i would i i mean i'll, I'll be real like i would want an itinerary um i'm not and the only reason why i'd want an itinerary at least know like kind of what the overarching like what's gonna happen what could happen what you know what and and i think about it, like on trips or like i mean it's like you've been on the trips with me like i like having the itinerary as kind of a guide like this could happen if it doesn't happen that's fine like i'm okay with like going off cuff or like it we weren't gonna like we didn't get to this and that's fine um but like i at least like to know <laughs> Like mm-hmm. not, I'm that kind of person, um, which is funny because when I do mission trips and things, um, you know, I, I'm very like, all right, so here's the itinerary, but understand blessed are the flexible for they bend understand that just because it's on the itinerary doesn't mean it's going to happen. And, and the invitation to come and see, um, I think right now with where we're at, um, whether you're meeting or not meeting or how it is you're operating as a church. It can be as simple as saying, "Come and see what I'm seeing, and mm-hmm. here's what I'm seeing. Here's what I'm experiencing." Like I, I think we do a good job of inviting. Like I'm not going to say church. The church is not. We're doing a good job of inviting, but we're not doing the one thing that Simon Sinek um, really leans into. Is we're not talking about the why this is important to mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Philip does like and mm-hmm. like, and we see that. The one thing I think we need to do as followers of Jesus is to explain that why, why is this important to us? You know, like why is following Jesus important to you? It's not because it's something you've done your whole life and you don't, you've never thought about that. I would hope that you think about that. Why is following Jesus important to you? Because I know for me, like it's, a it's a thing that guides my life. It's a thing that, that, you know, you know, keeps me sane. I mean, there, I mean, I could, we, you know i could spend a whole time talking about why it's important to me but i think what we really have to work on and work towards and, and then you know our, all of our churches need this kind of revival is to talk about why we're following jesus the why the 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 come part um because we can see all we want to but like the, the that true invitation of why this is important um and work towards that
1: right and and that that comes out of this conversation with come and see right and then nathaniel going well can anything good come from Nazareth, right? Which is the same conversation that we have with people in community today. Of, hey, hey, come, come here and come see, right? And and people are responding with, can anything good come from the church, from Christianity? Because what I've seen, not great, right? Um, and it is. We're not answering that that question when people ask us. Well, why is this important? We're answering it with all of the. Um, really inauthentic answers that we get um just regurgitating other people's answers rather than saying here's where I've seen God at work here's in times of grief and struggle and joy and celebration I've seen God at work in my life that I've seen God walking beside me in my life rather than just saying oh feels good because often it doesn't (laughs) it hurts uh because That's the reality of what it means to be human as we feel all of these things. And when we negate that in this idea of come and see, only come and see the good, only come and see sunshines and rainbows, uh, doesn't inspire, I don't think inspires Nathaniel to then go come and see, right? And have this conversation. And I I think you're right. We gotta get better at saying, here is my experience and not just word vomit on people. (laughs) somebody else's experience uh and and the good thing about that is is you don't have to have the right words or the big words or the seminary words or anything it's just here's what's inside here's what i've seen
0: well and i think that that's where um one of the things that we should take in consideration when we talk about in making that invitation um we have to remember our why of why have we chosen to follow jesus you know and i know like for me i mean it's kind of a continual commit like i had to continually recommit myself quite frequently to wrestle with that and that's because it's a it's a journey it's a process it's something that we um wrestle with like i mean i if someone says they have it all figured out more than likely they don't um and and I think within our faith journeys, we have to talk about our struggles. We have to talk about where we've recognized where God's grace has been. In our life. We've got to have those conversations and, and be willing to share those things. Because I think that that's what helps people. Um, and they can see it in their lives. And they can see where God's been at work in their lives. And, and they can lean in and trust even more and move forward. Um, and I think that that's like, we've got to equip people in our churches to be better at that. And we've got to encourage people to, to make that invitation of coming and seeing isn't just a surface level thing of, hey, I like my pastor. I want you to come and see him. I want you to come to the church because it's made an impact and difference in my life and here's how. That's the come and see that, you know, I want to encourage us to think about and, and wrestle with as we think about what it means to follow Jesus. And, and man, if we wrestle with that, I think it, it, it helps with some of the other ills that we have going on in our church and our society at this time
1: hmm and, and just my closing thoughts on it, you, you covered the personal end of it, the, the, imita- uh, the individual end of, hey, come and see, this is my why, right? And I think there's the same invitation on the spiritual end with the Holy Spirit offering that same invitation to each of us of, hey, come and see. I'm at work in this world, come and see uh, join me in this. Um, and we have that same hesitation that our community members have with us when we say, Hey, come and see when we hear the Holy spirit say, Hey, come and see. And we're like, Oh, hold on. (laughs) Uh, let us hear that invitation on that same end from God to come and see what's going on in this world and where God's at work.
0: Well, I think that that's too, where that, um, my sermon title for this Sunday on this is hope comes from Nazareth. Hmm. um because you know the question is is anything good come from nazareth and yeah hope hope for a better future i mean that's the, the when, key. I,
1: when i was growing up in the panhandle of texas we had uh, a little town called nazareth not far from us about an hour and it was the first place you could buy beer um, <laughs> <laughs> but often that question was asked does anything good come from nazareth and well Depends on what you like.
0: <laughs> Depends on your context. Um, you know, I, and I want to encourage you, um, as we as we bring this so close, like really think about um, think about your why. Why do you follow Jesus? I think that's a good place to land. Um, and then make that invitation to other people to come and join you on this journey because that's what we're called to do is, is to help all along the way and bring people <laughs> along. Um, we've got some really good content up on our website at beardedtheologians.com. Uh, feel free to connect with us um, interact with us um, on all the social medias uh, instagram facebook twitter Um, i think we still even have a myspace account (laughs) maybe no no we're no we're after myspace Um, Mm -hmm. so this is your number uh we are starting year number five uh this is the uh kind of the anniversary of our first week of of the bearded theologians isn't it um and so we're now (laughs) moved from that toddler stage into a festering five-year-old. That's right. <laughs> so we can now go to kindergarten. <laughs> Yay.
1: Yay!
0: Expect a lot of Bearded Theologians coloring sheets this year. Lunchables. Yes. Lunchables. Um, <laughs> stickers. Oh wait, we already do that. <laughs> so A Bearded theologian sponsored nap time. <laughs> yes. Where it's just us talking and reading scripture quietly. So for the Bearded Theologians, I'm Matt
1: Franks. Uh, I'm Zach Becktold.